And welcome, guys, to episode number one. That's right, episode number one of the Geocaching Down Under podcast. I'm your host, C. Michelle. I'd like to welcome you, uh, everyone, in the chat room. Who have we got in the chat room? We've got uh, Tattoo Squares in the chat room, Gaz Kirsch, Eats at Cash Repeat, Jack's team, Alan, Hubby and Mrs. Jeez, there's a lot in the chat room tonight. If you want to join the chat room, guys, make sure you join us live, 7.30 p.m. most, or the first, either Monday or Tuesday night of the month. So we'll go from there. All right, guys, I am your host, and I'm the solo host tonight, so you're stuck with me. And we've got a great show lined up for you, from things like what's happening at HQ at the moment, all the way over in Seattle, letting you more, know more about the podcast. Um, also some geo-mail as well from our listeners, and a cash story of the month, and that's later on as well. So other than that, guys, make sure you, all our live listeners, oh, by the way, live listeners, I forgot to say as well, live listeners, make sure you keep on the chat, keep on going along, because we have a big thanks to our supporter, jstuff.com.au. That's John now <laughs> at jstuff.com.au. He's supplied us a bit of a prize. That's right, a first first episode giveaway to one of our live listeners right now, live in the chat room, uh, and that'll be at the end of the show. So make sure you stay tuned for the live winner at the end of the uh, end of the podcast. In the meantime, guys, this is the first episode. That's right, episode number one. What's coming up next? Hmm. We may have some geocaching news. Oh, I just love that song. Anyway, in geocaching news, first and foremost, what's news for the, from HQ this month? And that is the return of the Friend League. So make sure, guys, you have lots of friends on your Friend League. I'm not sure what the Friend League does at this point in time, apart from for this first month. The first month, they're doing the Adrenaline Junkie Souvenir. Now, there's not much to do with friends. However, you do have um, uh, 50 points in order to get, or to obtain, I should say, in the next month. Now, that's that's pretty simple, guys. Let, let me just boil this down for you. Between between uh, extra points for favorite ca- favorited caches, so 10 or more favorites, you get 10 points for the cache, for instance. So five of those, and you get it straight off the bat. Either that, or you can do two five five caches and you get it, or you can do five one ones and you get it. So, but I dare say there's more to come uh, throughout the next few months. Um, I think there's four more. So in the next four months, there'll be one souvenir per month related to that. Let's see if they actually up the level a little bit uh, for those of uh, the hardcore people out there that do it every single day. But we'll soon see. Otherwise, we've also got all the gift events coming up, guys. Now, don't forget. The GIF events, make sure they're submitted early. Make sure you get them in. And don't forget to apply for the GIF logo and video on your uh, your event. So if you're holding a GIF event, good work, great job. But don't forget to apply through HQ for the GIF videos because you guys will get the GIF videos a week before just to test them out on your devices and uh, make sure that you can actually uh, display them correctly as well. So that's right. Oh, and if you can't host a GIF event, at least get to one because then if you get to a GIF event, you get a digital souvenir. All right, in other geocaching news we have, oh, wow, this is big news. Geocaching New South Wales. That's right, Geocaching New South Wales have had a big committee change, of which I'm now proud to be uh, a partner of. We'll just leave it at that. (laughs) So make sure you follow Geocaching New South Wales on all their social medias to see what changes are going to be made. Um, Also, if you're not a member, I don't know why not, well, apart from the fact that you're not in New South Wales. (laughs) But membership is only a one-off ti- lifetime fee. That's right, lifetime fee. You get the GA coins, you get sponsored events, 
Um, and the benefits of those sponsored events coming up will be awesome and huge as well. So check out GC New South Wales if you live in New South Wales online now, and details of that will be in the show notes. All right, the other, the other things in news as well, don't forget guys, you must put in your will attends, your registrations, and plan your trips. There is four, that's right, not one, two, three, but four major events coming up in Australia and New Zealand in the next 12 months. The first one is only this October, over the ditch in Wellington, New Zealand. It's called the WENZ Mega. Now, geocaching uh, terms, it's GC78NMQ, GC78NMQ. Um, so that's the Wellington, and that's actually a mega. So that is technically a now a mega. And Sarah's here. Look at that. Sarah's in the in the chat room. G'day, Sarah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, Sarah's uh, all the way from New Zealand, and she'll be over at the mega event. All right. Then after that, in November, so October, we have New Zealand. November, we have Parkville. And again, this is another mega. That's right. Another mega event is in Parkville in Melbourne. And uh, that, that GC code is GC75D90. GC75D90. Again, that is already a mega. And that looks to be a great... <laughs> and waving at you too, Sarah, from all the way across the ditch. Um, that looks like to be a, a great event as well. Again, hosted by the Victorian Mob, which is awesome to see. They've had a few few mega events in the last few years now. And it'll be interesting to see if they get a... Uh, and where they're going to be for next year's mega as well. Then after that, we travel all the way to almost almost in ACT, across in Queen Bien, next Easter. That's right, in April next year, we have the Clearwaters event in Queen Bien, GC7MVHE, GC7MVHE. And that's in, uh, that's almost, well, it's not almost, it, it's, it's, it's a large event at the moment. Hopefully it becomes a mega. Let's cross fingers, arms and legs and eyes <laughs> and it becomes a mega event. So they need a few more will attends on that to get up to the 500 so they can apply for the mega event from there. So that would be pretty cool if they got mega as well. Uh, and then last for the time being, on the planner at least for this year so far, is the Oz Geomaster. That's right, the Oz Geomaster down in the beautiful Wollongong region. And I say it's beautiful because it is my hometown. <laughs> I love Wollongong. Um, the GC code for that one is uh, GC7N7ZC. That's right, GC7N7ZC. That'll be held at the beginning of July. And guess what? That is actually the school holidays for most states, including including New Zealand. That's right, because we all know they're the most eastern state of Australia. Ooh. <laughs> no, no, only joking, guys. But um, yeah, all states uh, in, in, in New Zealand is school holidays for that one there. So that's pretty cool as well. So make sure you, A, put your will attends in to make sure that the, uh, the committees themselves know you, that you, you are attending. B, register, because I'm telling you now, they go off the registration off their websites for the, the, the little gift packs that you get for turning up. So that's the, they go off the registration. They don't go off the will attends, they go off the registrations. That's right. And make sure you plan where you're going, where how you're getting there. Uh, there's lots of Facebook pages out there as well for, for different places to go and, and see. Um, and make sure you plan your trips and go from there. But other than that, guys, that's it for the time being. That's geocaching news for, for August of 2000. Oh, September, actually. <laughs> I'm a month late. September of 2018. Next up, oh, geez, this is the worst part. You'll find, more, find out more information about me.
All right, guys. This part here is now the normal interview. We will do be doing a normal interview. And when I say normal, I mean an interview with someone else uh, as part of this actual podcast. But due to this being the very, very first podcast, and I couldn't get my any sort of my friends roped into it, and I thought to myself, well, why not? Let you know a little bit about me. So I, I put the information out there a while ago to ask some questions of me and seeing what you guys actually really want to know. It was actually quite funny to see some of the questions. So anyway, the questions came in from all the social media sites. So, you ready for the first question? <laughs> first question is this, and how did I get my geocaching name, See My Shell? Well, it's not that hard. My first name is Craig, and my last name is Michelle. So the initial for Craig is C, and my last name Michelle, See My Shell. There you go. I've had it for quite some time and long before I became a geocacher, so yes. Second question we have is how long have I been geocaching for? Now I had to look back for the for the answer for this one, and uh, believe it or not, it is just on four and a half years. Um, I've been geocaching. Twenty sixth of January two thousand and fourteen. That's right, Australia Day. So I didn't even realise, but I joined up geocaching dot com on Australia Day of two thousand and fourteen. So I didn't even know that until I actually had to look it up. It's a bit strange. <laughs> All right, question three we have, what are your stats uh, and what stat are you most proud of? Well, um, my geocaching stats themselves, uh, let's see. I quite, re I really enjoyed the fact that I got a milestone at the Ausgear Muster in April. I then followed up, I think it was my 4,000th uh, cache, and then followed up with my 5,000th cache only a few months later um, in uh, in LAX airport, doing the virtual, the new virtual in the LAX airport was my 5,000. So that was pretty cool. So that's my stats. However, the stat I'm most proud of, some would say my current streak, um, although a lot of people can do their streaks, but I am really proud and really enjoy saying this, and I said this the other day actually at a, uh, at a geocaching event, and that is I have not one, two, three, or four, but 19 webcams that's right 19 webcams now seems we've only got three active webcams in australia of which i have not even registered any of those ones uh yeah 19 is is pretty cool um and obviously i did most of the well, 18 of those 19 i did while traveling across america earlier this year so that would be probably my my most my favorite stat that i'm most proud of all right guys we have the next question would be my favorite cache or cache story. And again, another one, jeez. So this one here actually comes from a story. And I had to think back of this. And it comes at a point in time, and we all know, we are all geocachers. So we know that we have moments um, in our lives outside of geocaching where we struggle. Um, there was one point in time a few years back now that I do recall that I was going through a, a bad point in my time with different things, personal rubbish, as you do, as everyone does. And I thought to myself, what do I need to do to get myself away from this at the moment? I know, go geocaching. That's right, go geocaching. So uh, basically from there, I found a good multi. Now this multi that I did find, I'll tell you now, it is the GC code is GC. KWZM, GCKWZM. And now it's a multi on the south side of Sydney, between Sydney and Wollongong. It takes you a little while to do this multi. It took me about two hours to do it, all on foot. There's some bushwalking involved, 
There's some uh, wading through water that's involved as well. Um, you even go through like an old train tunnel, which is really cool. But the best part about it is right before the very end, you have to wade in knee-deep mud. That's right, knee-deep mud, and you wade through. However, it's not just normal mud, no. It is an orange uh, mud, like a rusty-colored orange mud, and it's actually got a like a, a rainbow-colored topping so it's obviously some sort of oily rusty mud i don't know where it's come from or where it is but anyway you wade through that so we went all the way through and yes i got my name on the little piece of paper as we all do and we all get happy but it wasn't until i was coming back towards the car and i started to wash this mud off my legs and i had that feeling of washing away your woes so uh, maybe getting a little deep for episode one but anyway <laughs> that would probably be my my favorite cash story so far uh, and it's more to do with the, what it involved rather than the actual cash itself. Mind you, saying that, the cash is very good. So I did actually enjoy that cash, so yes. All right, moving on and lightening up the mood. The next question is, where has cashing, cashing, cashing? <laughs> where has cashing taken me? All right, uh, if you haven't followed me, you don't know, um, it took me all over Australia last year. That's right, I did every state and territory in Australia last year because there is that one challenge. Um, in Sydney, the challenge cash for to do every state and territory. Um, it used to be within a time frame, not anymore. That's changed. However, it's a great cash, a great challenge, and so I went all over Australia, every state and territory last year. Um, apart from that, I've done both North and South Islands of New Zealand the year before. Um, I travelled uh, only only a week in North and a week in South. It wasn't long enough, and I was over there for the purpose of the mega. And you probably see, actually, there it is there, the geocaching adventure in 2016, the flags up there as well. So that's pretty cool. And then obviously this year, guys, I did, I went from east to west across the good old US of A, along with Eat, Sleep, Cash, Repeat. She was with me as well. And we did 26 states of USA. That's right, 26 states of a good old US of A. That was a huge effort and a huge, uh, huge um, adventure. We'll say that. So that's pretty cool. All right, going quickly to the chat room, let me see. We've got uh, <laughs> a pelican. I call him Pelican. Um, he's been to Mongolia. Yes, that's right, Pelican. You went to Mongolia only recently. I did see that. And uh, uh, I saw that on your, your Facebook page. And uh, you jumped off the plane. And the first thing you did was grab a cash, I do believe, and then a beer. But anyway. <laughs> so, yes. All right, next up we have uh, who would I like to interview on this podcast? Again, another interesting question. Now, some of you may or may not know, I do know and have quite a few connections with the podcast industry and also the uh, the geovloggers in the world, um, especially in US of A, of course. Uh, but actually, you know what? I'm looking for the homegrown heroes. That's right. People from Australia, people from New South Wales, people from the homegrown area that have never actually probably been on a podcast before. I'd like to interview, I'd like to interview you guys. I want to see some Aussie heroes on here to say, I'm the geocacher, I'm addicted, this is what I do, and, and stuff like that. So if you'd like to be on this podcast, hit me up, chuck us a message, uh, under at gmail.com. So geocachingdownunder at gmail.com. And, and you never know, I might uh, hit, hit you back up and say, ah, what are your stats, when are you available? So we'll see from there. And that, the last question for tonight for, from me is, what is your favorite cache type? Now, You've seen before, and I have said that I do love webcams. However, um, 
there's not enough around the world. Or there's not enough in general. There's only, as I said, there's only three in Australia, for goodness sake, that are still active. And goodness knows how long they're going to last. So, but nothing for me, nothing beats a good multi. I do love a multi. Now, some of you guys are out there are mad puzzlers. Um, and I know, I know those of you out there who are mad puzzlers and love your geoart, you know, and lots of stuff. And you know what? That's what Geocache is about. Everyone's different. It, it, you've got so many different avenues. It, it's, it's unbelievable. Um, and uh, in the chat room, uh, <laughs> Alan, of course, says where it goes are clearly the best. Of course, he loves the. Uh, of course, he loves the where it goes. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and what uh, is is this Nick taken? Um, we need a we need a webcam in Wollongong, yes, but unfortunately we can't put out webcams anymore through geocaching.com. Um, I think you can with GCA, but uh, not with geocaching.com. So yes. All right, guys, so there you have it. That's me in a nutshell. That's right. Hello, hello. I'm in a nutshell. I'm in a nutshell. I'm only joking. That's just stupid. All right. Next up, we have the Geo Mailbag. All right. Geo Mailbag today. That's right, people. We have Geo Mailbag. This is a part or a segment. Um, to get your views, your opinions, comments, and or questions read out live on air. So make sure you hit us up on all our social medias, um, either Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or on YouTube as well. Um, and or our direct email address, of course, as I said before, geocachingdownunder at gmail.com. Geocachingdownunder at gmail.com. And, uh, and you never know, I may be able to read out one of your comments, questions, or, or opinions live on air. This I have two for tonight, which is pretty cool, because I did put out the... Uh, I did put out the feelers a little about a week ago, and I did have two responders. Number one is from, none of, and they are in the chat room tonight. Good old hubby and missus, <laughs> g'day hubby and missus out there, and their question is this: Hi there, see my shells. My question is regarding travel bugs. What makes a good travel bug? One that screams, "Pick me, pick me, take me on your travels." We had some luck with using some small kids' toys, but other than that, what else works? So that is a great question. Um, what would you work? Now, I thought about this for a little, while, a little while, and I've noticed one thing, and from obviously going through America, and that is this. Geocachers, when it comes to travel bugs, we're lazy. We're lazy as you can be, you can get. There's nothing lazier than picking up a travel bug and just going, oh, another travel bug, I'll just log it and drop it the next cache. Well, no, it's not about that. You need to actually look up and see the description. How to make this easier for geocaches is this. Your description, if you print out your description and laminate that little printout, you can only make, you make it small, you then punch a hole through it and actually put it on the travel bug along with the toy or whatever else you want to put in with it as well. But if you put in the description or the, the goal of where, what you want that travel bug to do, you're more likely for that travel bug to be picked up and that goal to be achieved. If you don't do that, it's just going to be dropped and dropped and dropped and picked up and dropped and picked up and dropped. So, um, so yeah, that those and Sarah, <laughs> Sarah in the chat room says travel bugs. Those things guarantee to make sure that you don't find anything bigger than a micro for the next two months. Exactly right. Uh, that's the other problem we have is that there's more and more micros going out. Um, that that yeah that we find it hard to actually pick up a travel bug and then place it into a cache because they don't fit in those. Baby ammo cans, do they? No, or the mint tins, they don't. So yes, but that's that's what I've learned. If you uh, if you put your goal on the actual TB, so they don't actually have to look it up, then uh, and then go from there. 
Sarah also in the chat room states, also worth putting the goal in French and German. Well, there you go. You may be able to put that on the back. Put that on the back of the actual page. So it's a double-sided page. English on the one side and French and German on the other. You never know your luck. You never know where your TB might go. So I hope that answers the question for you, Hubba, your missus. All right, next up we have uh, Daryl W4. So Daryl states, hey, this is Daryl W4 of the Geo Gearheads. Another podcaster, by the way. Um, and I thought I'd send you a little tip for your first show. You know how so many people have those trackables? Oh, again, another trackable one. <laughs> those trackables on their cars or on their shirts or even the ones with tattoos. And you don't really want someone grabbing it. Like you don't want someone stealing your car or taking your shirt off or grabbing your leg. <laughs> and it is quite confusing for some people. But this is what the collection side of things is all about. So this is quite good as well. This is good information, this one. Um, so what happens is, is that if you log your trackable and you don't want anyone to pick it up, then you put it as a collectible trackable. That's right, you put it as a collectible trackable. You then move it from uh, from your uh, itinerary to your, sorry, inventory to your collection. Now what that does, it, it then becomes discover only. So that's pretty cool, but there's one downside to that. All right, and the downside is this, you can't actually dip it or, draw, or, or visit it to events or caches because it's not in your inventory. You could, you'd have to get it out, dip it, put it back in, for instance. Um, so this will be allowed to be a discovery only though, so yes. And by the way, see my show, congratulations on the new show as well. Thank you so much for that, <laughs> Daryl W4. And you can probably see there's a TB probably up there as well, which you can only discover. You can't pick that one up. Because again, I did this I did this, uh, this little trick here and put it in my collection rather than uh, have it in my inventory so no one can collect it. All right, guys. Last but not least, we have coming up now the Jekash story of the month of September. Yeah. I just love that. It's a, such an Australian iconic song, isn't it? It's, it's great. Love it. Love it. Uh, a new recording of that's coming, by the way. <laughs> Don't worry about that. All right, guys, that's right. You get ready for the Jerkash story of the month. Uh, tonight's uh, cash story comes from Eat, Sleep, Cash, Repeat. That's right, all the way up in Queensland. Uh, it's regarding a tree climb cache in Queensland. Now, this actually was pretty much copied and pasted from her direct log uh, of this cache. So here we go. I didn't read the attributes, so I arrived at GZ in my heels. I was surprised. My first thought was, Let's bring a ladder back, but the kids were determined. Jerboy went up first, but stopped at a tricky section he just couldn't navigate around. So Jergirl went up next, but she couldn't undo the container. So we've got two kids arguing up a tree, meant Jermum had to get up there too. A nearby silver chair helped me, helped me here. I stepped up and just as I got into the tree, the chair tumbled over. Oh no, three of us up this tree was quite a sight for some joggers who asked. <laughs> the joggers asked, are Pokemon tree climbing trees now? Nope, just some good old-fashioned mum and kids climbing trees. Nothing to see here. <laughs> ah, so the log was found, the log signed, then oops, she dropped it. All of us were now stuck in a tree, and the log was on the ground. We sat for a few minutes and wondered what on earth we were going to do. Do SES deal with this sort of things? <laughs> 
<laughs> and by the time we had our plan to lower Geogirl down to stand up onto the chair, or stand the chair up, I should say, so she could get back to the ground, we couldn't find the log. So they looked for ages and ages for this log. But this part of the story has somewhat a happy ending because Jerboy finally spotted it and now we had the log in hand and the lid, but no one wanted to get back up to return it. So we took the log home and we planned on getting more secure climbing apparatuses and we messaged the CO to make sure that, to let him know that they'd return it the next morning and he was fine with that. Thanks. Morning came and I went to the kitchen bench to grab the log. Huh? Well, luckily we've had new security cameras installed. Uh, so it was off to the PC to watch the footage and retrace our steps. It turned out the cat had found the log on the bench overnight and spent a good hour hitting it around the house. So we followed it, bouncing around until it settled under the couch. Some furniture was moved and hooray, the log. So back to the tree to return it for the next finder. Dealing with that log was harder than the D4 puzzle that it took. So thanks for the puzzle. Thanks for the cash and the understanding. This one will not be forgotten anytime soon. And of course, ending with some great emojis. And uh, so we go to the chat room now. Next to Cash Pete's in the chat room. She's saying woohoo. She remembers that cash still. And Alan, he's saying that Eats of Cash Repeat, Jay Cashing in Heels is not uncommon. And I've seen that firsthand as well. So yes. So that's, I know, that's a great story. I loved it. I love that story. And, and you know what? I love the fact that the cat even had a go at it as well. Um, that was that was pretty cool. I really enjoyed that one. So yes. Now, don't forget, if you've got a great cash story, let us know via email, gcashingdownunder at gmail.com, and your cash story could win you a great prize from john at gstuff.com.au. So yes, make sure you get your stories into me ASAP. Some sort of uh, in, in interesting story, whichever you'd like to know, is fine. So guess what, guys? That brings us to the end of the very first show. Wow, how fast did that go? <laughs> I'd like to thank, thank thanks to all those who jumped on the YouTube channel tonight, all those who did, jumped on live. Let me just have a little shout out. So Ashbush Mate, he's just arrived. Uh, Gary's still in there. Alan, uh, it's only Barney still there. Eat, sleep, cash, repeat. Van Wem's in there as well. Hubby and Mrs. Sarah, she's still over from all the way from New Zealand. Gaz Kirsch, g'day, g'day. Um, so yes, uh, Nestle Geo, didn't even see you join up. Yes, and Nestle Geo states, yes, webcams are on GCA. So there you go, guys. If you don't know much about GCA, jump onto Geocaching Australia or GCA and uh, and have a look at that as well. Um, there, it's, a, it's geocaching, but it's in a different light. That's all. Uh, Luke, is this Nick taken? He's in the he's in the chat room as well. Of course, uh, the <laughs> Pelicans in there as well. Lulu's there. Jeez, there's a few in the chat room tonight. Welcome, welcome. Oh. Pipes Down Under's in the chat room. I didn't even see you join up either, buddy. So, yes, awesome to see you guys. Awesome to see you, and thank you for all joining up in the chat room. Oh, and of course, just in time for the end, <laughs> Down Under Geocaching Adventures of No Tomorrow has just arrived. So, <laughs> welcome, welcome. Jason P, jumping in as well. Look at you all joining up first off the bat. All right, guys, as we said before, before we, before we finish off for tonight, I, I do have one thing I've got to let you know, and that is this, and that is the first, first and foremost, the winner of my personal um, uh, Duck TB, this one here, the Duck TB, from my personal page, the Aussie Geocache See My Shells page, and this was from last week, uh, and I'll post this out and, and PM you tonight as well, and that was Caroline Phelan. Caroline Phelan, you're the winner of, uh, of this little ducky um, geocoin, which is pretty cool. So yes, that is awesome. And f what else do we have? That's right, we have, oh, 
the live prize winner tonight. So let me see. Let me just run the uh, run the counter now, and I'll do the live live cash uh, winner tonight. Let me just run the counter for you, and uh, and we'll see who's going to be the live cash winner tonight. I'm just going to do the numbers. Here we go, guys. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. The numbers are still coming through. <laughs> that's right. That's right. They're still coming through. All right, guys. But don't forget, while the numbers are still coming through, uh, thanks for joining me. This podcast will be live at the first Monday or Tuesday of each month. Um, so, and here we go. Oh, who is it? It is none other than, where is it? Gary Tattersall. So, Gary Tattersall, you are the winner of uh, the very first episode uh, of the live viewers. Thank you so much for joining me, mate. And I will be in contact with you and I'll get the details to John from jerstuff.com.au. He's uh, the proud sponsor and supporter of Geocaching Down Under. And your prize will be in the mail very, very soon, I dare say. And yes, Sarah, thank you for the drum roll. I didn't even do the, I should have done the drum roll first. Oh, geez. I'll tell you what, rookie mistake that one is. <laughs> all right, guys, that's it from me. Thanks for watching or listening. Don't forget to follow us on the social medias, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, or this YouTube channel. So until next time, get outside and find some stuff. This is See My Shells. Well, guess what? I'm over and out. <laughs>